0: Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to another episode very excited to announce that we have actually been nominated, say we, the podcast, the Royal We, we have been nominated for a pageant industry award, which is very exciting. The winners are going to be announced in November um, and my other half and I will be travelling up north to come to the, the finals, which is really exciting because he's actually, haven't told him yet, been nominated for pageant partner um, award as well, which is really cool, uh, because he does so, so much. Um, in fact, I should do a whole pageant episode on how awesome he is, because that's how incredibly supportive he is. But... For now, if you, if you know him, go and um, comment on his. But if you are enjoying the podcast episodes, it would mean so, so much. If you go over to their Facebook page, I will link it in the show notes, go over to their Facebook page and make sure that you are commenting on the post that they put up. You can't comment on shared posts, it has to be directly clicking on their post and like the post um, about our nomination and comment on it and say what you've loved about the podcast. It'd be really nice. It's a great way for me to get some feedback as well to help improve the podcast but it would really help our nomination to maybe win the category that we're in would be brilliant um i'm sure i will prattle on a little bit more about this in future episodes so if all of you go and comment and vote i won't have to do that and that'll be awesome so today's episode um i want to talk about tracking your fitness as i said i'm going to do a few different fitness based ones through January because it is often a big focus for people. It's the start of the new year. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of companies and brands do discounts and offers to get you into their gyms or signing up to their programs and products um, at this time of year. So it's a really good time to actually make the most of those things. It's not about jumping on the bandwagon. And to be honest, even if you go hard for a couple of months um, and then slip off slightly, it's still a couple of months that you've done your body um, some fabulous good. So I am all for the January surge um as long as people follow good gym etiquette because that's the one thing that drives me potty in January um, is that gym inductions they forget about giving like basic gym etiquette like wipe up your sweat or don't sit on a bit of kit that you're not actually using be vigilant of other users things like that so Other than that, I love all the January gym users, Uh, but one of the key things that I have found with maintaining motivation, but also making sure that you're picking the right exercise for where you want to go, is tracking your fitness. I did a brief bonus episode about this previously, because I share once a month on my Instagram um, a picture of me, same pose every month, um, with my current stats of where I'm going and where I'm taking my body and it's not so much saying that these are the numbers you need to be it's just looking at the progress and development you can some months you can see a change in my physique which isn't showing in numbers um, and sometimes you're seeing it in the numbers that you're not seeing on the page and also when you're tracking like body fat percentages and stuff that looks at your internal fat as well which is really really important for maintaining your health Um, it's more more important in many ways than the fat on the external which you can see and it makes you more aware of doing something about it some people can look very very lean but actually carry a lot of internal fat that is um increasing all the risks of all those horrible diseases associated with overweight obesity and things like that so dangerous zone so it's good to get those kind of trackings in um but I did the little bonus episode because I didn't want people to be getting the wrong message about me sharing my stats. And I wanted to go into it a little bit more now, more from the motivation point of view and also of picking the right workout for you. So why tracking is important. As I've said, it's that motivation side of things to see that there is actual progress because you don't always feel the progress it doesn't always show in your clothes sometimes if you're getting into exercise and you haven't for a long time your body is going to go whoa what is this it's going to go into a little bit of a stress zone and um, uh, you may find you get bloating early on when you first start getting into exercise and things like that as well um also, I find that when you are fitter exercise-wise, bad foods have a more of a reaction to you. doesn't happen with everyone, but I have had this as a common problem. Um, and then people need to also start looking at their food as well. It's a little bit chicken and egg of whether you start by getting your food better or start by getting your fitness better. I personally prefer the fitness side because once you start doing your fitness more, you'll, you'll tell you'll tell that you need that that you need more nutrients and that your body is crying out for certain things um, and your appetite will start to regulate a bit more if you like train at the same time every day and things like this i personally find the exercise bit is easier than the food bit but maybe you're actually much better at doing your food than you are at exercise in which case the other way around may personally be better for you um but if you are tracking your your stats it's obviously you need to pick what you need to track. And there's no point in getting motivated over a statistic that doesn't matter to you. So measuring your calf diameter. If you don't give two hoots about what your calves look like, or whether your calves are growing in muscle mass, there is no point in measuring that statistic. And um, I do like a full body measurement, um, an actual tape measure that goes goes around. I've got this one that clips into itself, so it makes a little circle, it makes it much easier to measure. Um, and I do a full body measurement because I want to see my, my muscle growth as well as my fat loss percentages. So I, use, I was using a body track scales. Our gym has got that still, but they've also got another new one now, um, which connects to our gym's app. So I'm going to use that one instead moving forward. Um, and that does different statistics as well, but it also connects to all the other apps in my phone. So do check that because that's quite useful. Um, if your gym has one that then puts it, that data into your workout programs and things like that or um if you're working with a trainer um and they've got access to a machine that then they can put that into food programs and things like that as well because your body composition um does affect how you should train and eat and things as well so yeah make sure that your training statistics that are relevant for you um also look at is is it a realistic way of doing them now there are some very fancy body analysis scanning machines um, that range around the 150 pound a scan mark you're not going to be able to do that every month that's not realistic um, so make sure that you're picking something that you can actually consistently do um, mine I try I always recommend doing it first thing in the morning as well so try and pick a a day of the week or a day of the month that's gonna be you're gonna be able to get up and do it at that same time every day, and um, that's quite important as well. When shouldn't you track? Now, I think there's really an area when you shouldn't track, but there are some people that may have struggled with issues of body dysmorphia, um, any kind of body image, um, mental health related issues, any food dietary related issues. Then there is probably a way of tracking that would work for you, but you want to speak, uh, speak to a medical professional that specifically deals with the area that you've had issues with. Just getting information from someone like me, who's a personal trainer, is not going to be enough. Um, so if you are working with a medical professional dealing with that issue, and you say, well, actually, I still want to go after some fitness goals or some body goals, um, and actually for you, that might be growth that might if if you have had uh, eating issues that have resulted in loss of muscle mass um, and loss of healthy body fat percentages you might be tracking for um, a growth as opposed to a loss when we're talking about tracking it isn't always about a loss for me um although it's not a, obviously it's not a food eating disorder related issue but my bicep i quite like to see that size grow um my thigh which is an odd one for most people they always want to shrink that but because I strength train that area a lot I kind of like seeing a little bit of growth in there um it isn't always about the losing of numbers but if you have a specific medical issue um connected to your body then make sure that you're seeking the professional medical advice before you like get obsessed over the numbers Um, if you are an obsessed over the numbers type person then that's another place that for me would come under mental health. um, And you want to be making sure that you're seeking the right advice and guidance to go along with doing that. Uh, So as I said, early morning, I prefer the time to track. But to be honest, as long as you're picking the same time, I'd rather you picked the same time that you can consistently do whenever you're going to track it I do it monthly Um, some people prefer like the four weekly some people prefer 12 weekly some people like weekly Um, it just depends on what you're looking at doing um, and how much time you've got if you've only got six weeks um, and you need to adapt what you're doing quickly if it's not working then maybe you'll have to do it faster you'll have to do it every week just so you can make the adaptations to your food and your exercise but it might be that if you've got a longer time you can actually give your body a chance to respond working out for a week and then seeing the results isn't always going to happen and um, sometimes it can take a couple of weeks for that response to happen sometimes you need to train for four weeks eight weeks 12 weeks then have a rest week before the body actually shows those signs as well so do bear that in mind with when you're picking how how close to each other you want to have these your sort of weigh and ins, check-ins whatever that might have been but for some people doing it every week as long as you don't get obsessed over the numbers and beat yourself up over the numbers and you use them as an inspiration motivation point and then there's nothing wrong really with doing it every week Uh, particularly if you're um, looking to lose quite a lot of weight if you're at the more obese end of things then you will lose weight faster and it should show faster um, and therefore you could do your check-ins a little bit more often. One of the things you also want to consider is actually having a goal. Um, this helps you going into crazy, like the body dysmorphia and those kind of related issues is having a specific goal that you're aiming for um, and a specific deadline that you're doing it. Now, I would speak, again, speak to a professional. That's like the key here. I'd speak to a professional about making sure that your goal is realistic in your, not just the time frame of how long you've got until your goal deadline, um, but also how much time you have within that time. So if, like me, I'm in the gym actually from next week, um, so by the time this goes out, I'll be up to eight sessions a week, but that does include a a fun group class and a yoga session to make sure I'm sort of stretching everything out and elongating my muscles enough. Um, but I have really worked hard to carve out that gym time and that fitness time. It may be that you don't have that... Um, Ability to carve out that many slots or that many number of hours, um, in which case you need to be realistic with when your deadline is going to be. If you can't do as much in that time, um, be realistic on yourself. There is no point in setting unrealistic deadlines and then beating yourself up when you don't hit them because you, you weren't ever going to be able to with, with the time you had available um, and the resources you had available. Uh, some things maybe you would be able to achieve if someone was cooking your meals all the time, or you had the budget to shop in certain places. Um, But maybe, yeah, your time and resources, well, I guess time is a resource as well, as I've spoken about before. But that's also very important to consider when you're setting your deadlines. But I do think it's quite good to have a deadline. I, I always set deadlines with my fitness goals. At the moment, it's Galaxy. Um, not specifically because I feel like I need them to do Galaxy, but just because I, I like a crunch time. Um, I'm, a, I'm a sprinter, not a marathoner, not in actual running sense. I like those sort of short crunch deadlines. Um, so yeah, I'm using Galaxy as my deadline for that. And that will really help me personally to stay on track and to see that deadline coming up. But it's so important to not beat yourself up if you don't get there. Evaluate why you didn't get there. Um, was it that you were unrealistic in the first place? Was it that your cheat meals turned into cheat days and cheat weeks and things like that, or was it that you weren't actually being as good as you thought you would be doing? Are you a secret eater? Did you not turn up to sessions? Did you not put in effort to sessions and things like that? And um, so those are really important to consider as well. Something I mentioned in the last episode, and I'm going to touch on it again here because I think it is so important. Uh, in fact I would love to get Mrs. Galaxy UK back again to sort of I guess debate this a little bit and maybe we could find someone else who's had a, a another variation on the story uh, but it was really interesting when I interviewed her about body confidence how she'd gone on that like crazy health and fitness journey um, and not been happy when she would got to like the skinny end result. It hadn't, she hadn't been happy with herself and there were lots of um, compounding factors to it. That wasn't the right place for her to be. And she's found like that happier balance now where she's physically bigger, but actually she's fitter and happier and, and we discount happiness in the fitness world too much like to be happy for me is a massive important part of being fit I don't think unless you're happy that you are fully fit, fully hitting your fitness potential um so I found that really really interesting because I've obviously I come from the complete other side I went on the crazy health and fitness journey and lost all the weight And in that found my happiness because I absolutely love exercise and working out and I love being inventive and creating foods and all the measuring and the weighing and that kind of side of things and trying to push my bodies to extremes and stuff. I find a lot of happiness and satisfaction in that. Um, So it's really important to remember that your journey could be either one of those, it could be a variation in the middle, it could be something completely different, but it's still your journey. It's okay to want to make changes to your body, but you may find that actually you you look at your body and you think, oh, I, I want to lose a, a load of weight, but when it comes down to it, what you want is more energy. Um, and you would approach setting your goals, setting your deadlines, and what you're doing to achieve those things completely differently, if it's something you're, you're just looking to gain more energy you're not looking for extra muscle definition or you're not looking for that really lean uh, like runner yoga physique it's it's your journey it's your choice it's your body you're the only one that's got to live in it and um, my big thing would be I just kind of always want people to look after their bodies so have it in a healthy range I'm never gonna support support extreme obesity and obesity where it's detrimental to your health because I think everyone in this life has someone who loves them and it's heartbreaking when you lose somebody particularly if it's something that was within their control and like just extreme gluttony um, and extreme sloth I I can't support that particularly as someone that works in the health and fitness industry but as long as you're in the realms of healthy it's completely up to you like where you want to set your fitness goals, your body goals, your health goals. And remember, those are three different things. A fitness goal, a health goal and a body goal, like a, how you want your body to look. There's a lot of crossover, but they are not the same thing. Um, some people are incredibly fit, but don't necessarily look how I'd want to look, even though I'd love to have their fitness. It isn't necessarily the body shape that I would want to have. And therefore I consider which is more important to me, for example. Um, And I think we have to appreciate each other's bodies for all their different reasons. Someone who's beautifully long and lean. um, against someone that's strong and muscular. It's still beautiful. It's beautiful in its own way. And it's their definition of beauty that they've gone after and they've chosen. And you need to pick your definition. Uh, Last time I competed at Galaxy, I... Did uh, dropped a lot of my weight training, um, in the last couple of weeks, and I did a lot more cardio. We're talking like a thousand calorie cross trainer sessions most days of the week, and I did feel very happy going in with the physique that I went in with, but it wasn't. Once Galaxy was over, it wasn't the physique that I wanted to have, um, and not. Long after Galaxy, I actually got pregnant, <laughs> so I definitely didn't have the physique I wanted um, because I got the awesomeness of growing a human instead. But um, this time round, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go in with the muscle definition that I want to go in with. Um, and there was a, a fabulous pageant queen that really inspired that to me. I've recently managed to find her on Instagram and, and direct messaged her and tell, to tell her. Um, how seeing her on stage has impacted the fact that this time I'm not going to be afraid of going in with strong muscles and strong-looking legs and strong-looking arms. Um, I'm not going to be afraid of doing that and I'm not going to curtail the training that I love to do that. Um, So however you are tracking, whatever you're choosing to track, when you're choosing to track, whatever your goals and deadlines are, make sure that they are about you as i always say at the end of the podcast um, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself and i truly mean that in in the little sense of the word and the bigger sense of the word it's i think it's such a massively important part of life to make sure that we are being true to ourselves Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode.